0: Happy Friday, everybody. Sherm here, the crazy Asian. Hope you're having a fantastic now, the moment, the moment that you listen to this. I'm going to be pacing here inside my house as I kind of go over what occurred here in the Texas winter storm and how we were somewhat prepared at the same time needed to do some adjustments. And so as I'm pacing here, if I lose my train of thought, you hear the family in the background. That's what's happening. I'm not recording this in a studio, um, although I'm sure that people would prefer that that's what it is. But I want to be able to get this out as I'm pacing my house with my daughter, who was born the end of last year. So um, hope you enjoy basically being prepared and not be prepared. That's this episode, season four, episode five. Okay, so what happened here was basically there was a massive cold front that came through. And if you're familiar with Houston weather and also majority part of Texas is that it's very hot. And so their houses aren't built for extreme coldness. And so for us, on Monday morning at around five or so, electricity went out. And then at around about eight or nine, water went out. And so there was about a day and a half, we didn't have electricity, cell phone service. And just think about in your house, if you're in the United States, so much of your life Revolves around, especially when you're working from home. Schooling from home is uh, built on electricity. Now, luckily, Monday was President's Day, so the boys had the day off. I had um, I was uh, slated for a day off on Tuesday, um, and so it, where I was able to communicate just briefly in the morning from about seven thirty to eight thirty. Uh, with some of the people on the team. And then after that, wasn't able to get a hold of anybody and nor was anybody able to get a hold of me as cell phone towers were down, um, electricity was out. Um, and so in, in the midst of this, um, one thing that we are lucky in that we last 15 years from 2003 to 2018, lived in Wisconsin where commonly in June, January and uh, February, it's negative 20, uh, negative 30, negative 40 with wind chill. Uh You know, we, live in, we lived in a part where the lakes and rivers would freeze about 18 inches to 24 inches every single winter. And so for us, we had a lot of blankets, a lot of winter clothing. And so in the midst of this and not having electricity, we just started to layer on the clothes, um, however, as the time continued to go on, it started getting colder and colder in the house. Now, luckily, my brother lives in town and he had electricity in his part uh, where he lives. And so he you know, said, hey, if you want to come down here, feel free. Now, in the midst of this, the reason why people weren't um, going out there, first off, is the roadways aren't designed for people to, um, to be going on them in, in, in a winter storm. So you know the, the the roads are slightly slanted in order for water runoff to to occur. Not good when you have ice. So what happened on Saturday Sunday is there was basically sleet, icy rain that fell, and then after that snow came on top. And so you know it's Houston in our in in our, in our city. So there there isn't any snow removal. They're not ready. They're not equipped with salt. And you know. Uh, Snow snow plows to be able to chip off the, the the layer of of salt, and so you basically wait for the weather to change to shift and allow the melting process to be able to um, allow you to leave. And so that was that was the difficulty why people were basically stuck in their homes, not able to go out and go do things at the same time because of these um, these blackouts. It was across the board. We're talking. Um, Traffic lights were out, uh, businesses were out, um, and so there wasn't, quote unquote, anywhere that you could really go. I'll explain that in a bit when we decided to drive out that night. So uh, that was an option we felt, hey, we we, we were pretty good here. Uh, Luckily for us, we have a 50-gallon water uh, barrel that we filled up from a previous tropical storm from a bunch of water runoff. We also um, typically keep at least 24 bottles of water in the garage for food storage. Um, And then we consistently keep a little bit more canned foods than necessary. Um, We also have meals ready to eat. And then... um, we have some camping gear, so it has a bunch of flashlights, and uh, it surprisingly, we had some heat warmers in there, like a little hand warmers. And so, as the temperature um, and the day went on, it started getting colder in the house, probably you know in the sixties, and then the fifties, and then we decided, okay, we're just gonna hunker down, stay in the house. Um, and so, we pulled out the the various flashlights. Um, we wanted to be able to shower, and so we got some of the of the water and started boiling it in order to have some bucket showers or bucket baths, if you will. Um after that, um so that night it was pretty cold. We had uh, you know multiple blankets on many pe many of us were wearing you know a couple layers of pants and you know t-shirts sweatshirts jackets socks maybe even a couple socks in order to stay warm um, and so luckily everybody was in good spirits we had they had they had played outside in the snow that that uh, that morning so that was kind of fun and then um, in the evening we were just in an afternoon we played some board games and luckily we were able to we have a natural gas. Uh, stove and so we we're able to heat up the food we also had a grill on the outside but didn't need to uh, to use that because we had a propane tank ready to go if we needed to go that that route and so overall that first day we felt pretty comfortable we just didn't know in the midst of this when this is going to go away right and so as we run into tuesday um same situation Basically can't really communicate with anybody Electricity is still out um, Water is not running And so um, that Monday night though I decided let's try to go see What it looks like out there and, and I've driven many places in my life Many different conditions And that was probably the worst I've ever seen There was literally no lights to be seen Businesses completely blacked out No street lights, no traffic lights very careful on the roads there was some icy patches but a lot of them were had kind of me- melted um in in the in, in the day it wasn't that warm but it was warm enough that it melted and so as tuesday came upon us um i i decided let's go look for some more drinkable water um just in case we don't know how long this is going to last and so again couldn't find any places targets were closed walmarts were closed grocery stores were closed um there was one Kroger that was open, but they had no water. Uh, they had, you know, they couldn't sell any of their perishables, like any of their meats or dairy products, because of the lack of grocery uh, electricity. Right? That was uh, the prevalent um, the lack of electricity that occurred there. Um, and so, after kind of driving around, I stopped at a convenience store. Just this little dump because I saw they had a handwritten cardboard sign that said we're open on the back of their opened up uh, trunk of their car. And so I popped a U-turn, went inside, and lo and behold, was able to buy about um, 24 uh, or 36. I think it was 36. It was two two 18-packs of water. I only wanted to buy. Sorry. Sorry. No, I got I got uh, four. Uh, gallons of water and i didn't want to didn't want to clear them out just wanted to get enough uh, for us and then after then then on wednesday again um the biggest thing when it comes to water is we need water to flush the toilets so obviously we're going on day two into day three of not having water right so This now was Wednesday. We have a house of eight people. The youngest, she is properly um, disposing of herself and her diapers. So she is ready to go. She's got her portable portable bathroom. The rest of us, though, it's starting to pile up. Now, I remember this old uh, drought uh, saying from California, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. Now, in the midst of this, when you don't have any water, you can't flush anything down. And so uh, our 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 uh, toilets required probably about four gallons of water. Don't want to be using any of the drinkable water for that. So we're using the, the 50 gallon uh, water jug to be able to flush some of the things, some of the water down. So um, I go out to a Target to buy some water actually find a, an expansion to a board game that we could play settlers of Catan, uh the five and six player um, expansion pack. So that was nice um and then i told the boys when we got back what we're gonna do is it was raining and so let's go get some water runoff it's it's you know decently clean but ultimately we need it to be able to um to flush the toilets so we ended up uh Sorry when it was raining Pulling out a bunch of plastic bins That was holding the boys Legos and toys So we had about three or four bins collecting water We had their uh, little kiddie pool Collecting water Actually it, it froze overnight Basically about two inches thick um, So that was that was pretty crazy How cold it got overnight um, And then um, On What was it So Tuesday The power came on for a few hours and so we were able to heat up the house a little bit. We were able to charge charge things. And the electricity went out again. And then on Wednesday, what we ended up doing was um, end up going back to the same convenience store and buying some uh, about uh, 36 bottles of water uh, to be able to sustain us. Um, and then the water finally came on Wednesday afternoon for a few hours. Now, the... The water wouldn't heat up, and nor was the pressure great enough in order to actually run a shower. Uh, sometimes it would sputter as well as it came out of the faucets. So still we're uh, doing the bucket showers, you know, boiling the water and then mixing it with uh, with the current water. But what we ended up doing was filling up one of the tubs. With all of that water runoff uh, from the rain of the day, and then that water that I was able to get from the basically a nearby ditch, did catch a couple minnows. Um, filtered it through a, a pillowcase and had uh, the tub ready to go uh, in order to flush. Uh, in order to flush. Uh, but then by Wednesday, um, we had a little bit. They basically were slowly letting on uh, water and electricity uh, a few hours at a time. Um, now, before electricity went on, our house registered around 50 degrees. So luckily, we were in a house that didn't lose too much heat compared to some other people, uh, people that I work with. It got down to 37, 39 for some of them. Again, these houses are built uh, to get heat out, not, not to keep it in. Plus, a lot of them probably have old insulation. So it's just not, uh, not a very, not a very uh, you know, energy efficient home. After, after all that, so um, by by Thursday we were we were back. Um, it was it, Wi-Fi was still spotty; It wasn't very strong, uh, but the water pressure was decent. Not enough to take a shower, by the way, but the, at least we could turn the water on. We could wash our hands. They did put institute a boil uh, notice on the water. They sent that out on Tuesday, but we didn't have water yet, so we ended up getting water till Wednesday afternoon. Um, so it it really was kind of moot, but nonetheless, we were, we started boiling water, and so we had a lot of this water that we could use um, if as needed, and so um, we we're able to fill up. Then by Saturday, basically an entire week of uh, like like this, uh, electricity was strong. It was on since uh, basically Friday, um, consistently, and or maybe even Thursday, and then um, and then water was basically on from about Thursday or Friday, but the pressure was strong enough come Saturday that we were able to take a nice hot shower. And boy, did that feel good. Um, and so, lessons learned. Number one, perspective is important. Understand that in the midst of turmoil, you got to adjust. You have to be ready to be able to live like things are going to be that way for a little bit of time. Uh, number two is in the midst of change, things take longer than you anticipate. Although water and electricity kind of came on here and there, it was spotty um, and, and it just drug out a little bit. You need to be patient, being patient with others, right? So, as we're eating, you know, canned food or we're eating, you know, boil, drinking boiled water that had to get, um, you know, um, then, then cooled with ice. You have to just be patient with things that are going to take a little bit more time, being patient when, you, when you're with others at the store. Um, the other thing is be prepared, right? Almost everywhere in, uh, and throughout the world that we deal with a variety of different natural disasters, whether that's droughts or storms or hurricanes or winter freezes or, you know, tough weather, droughts, um, we have to be ready. We have to be prepared. So I'd encourage you to keep you know water on hand, drinkable water that you can have, um, whether you're keeping that in the, in the trunk of your car or you're putting that in your uh, in your house. The other one that I would say is um, every time that you go grocery shopping, buy one can of food that you think you would want to eat per person. Uh, just one more, right? So if let's say for example, you enjoy chili, so normally as a family you have two, then buy three. And set that one aside on maybe the bottom shelf it's not meant to be eaten it's meant to be there in case you need it um the other the other thing that I would say for a lot of people is um you know have some batteries have a we have basically a bin uh, camping camping gear in there um, and so if and also we have a seventy two hour kit of meals ready to eat for the family so I know that if things get really bad we're gonna have to tap into that um, and so the other one is just keep water that you could either boil, you could use to shower, you can use to flush toilets super crucial um, one element that we don 't or one one instrument that we don 't have is a uh, um, a generator which you know looking 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 at it may be something that we want to invest in, uh, considering we have all uh, the hurricanes that come through uh, pretty consistently, just be able to be prepared. Um, and the other one I would say when it comes to your vehicles, keep them always half full if you can. Um, so the moment that it gets half, consider that empty for yourself, and that way you're always uh, have a full tank. Now, there's a, a, quite a number of lines. Lines come Wednesday and Tuesday, even Thursday for people you know needing gas. Well, if you ha- had it pretty close to being full because you weren't really driving, you could you know avoid having to get gas and just wait till you're getting closer to that E um and then the other thing is just being patient right so on the back end of this um because all the grocery stores in the area had to um you know were basically um no no water was there you couldn't you couldn't put water in your house the other thing is that you couldn't have any fresh fruit or meat did he fall asleep um and so you just have to be patient it took about a week or so week and a half to be able to replenish the shelves all right everybody That's my thoughts. Sherm's out.